This is Popular Front, a podcast focused on the niche details of modern warfare and underreported conflict with me, Jake Hanrahan. Today we're speaking to journalist Connell Kiani. He's going to be talking to us about the case of Lena E and the alleged anti-fascist militant cell that the police are saying she was running in Germany. It's an interesting case. She's been in jail for a year. The police are saying that she was organizing violent attacks on neo-Nazis in Germany. And there are some elements to it which are a little bit fishy. Uh, Connell, he works out there in Germany, often uh, filming anti-fascist militant groups. So he's gonna explain to us what's going on. If you like what we're doing, support us for extra content at patreon.com slash popularfront. There's a situation, right, in in Germany where uh, a young woman has been arrested and they're saying she's the leader of a particularly militant anti-fascist cell uh, in Germany. Um, It's causing quite a stir. Obviously, like thousands of anti-fascist protesters came out on the streets, clashed with police recently um, because of this. Maybe just explain to us what's going on uh, with this situation. Yeah, so um, the big case at the moment is of uh, Lena E, she's called, and she is a 26-year-old student from the German city of Kassel. And essentially what happened is um, she's on trial for being, what they accuse her of is like a, being the leader of a militant anti-fascist cell in Leipzig, um, who carried out a number of attacks between 2018 and 2020 on a bunch of neo-Nazis. So her group, like, what what was she accused of specifically in terms of, like, militant activity or whatever? So to go back to the start, like, from 2018, there's, like, a a series of attacks on neo-Nazis and far-right figures um, in Saxony and Turin which is um, regions in Germany. And they were quite, they became quite infamous, you want to say that. Um, So some cases I've got at the minute is um, there was an attack on an MPD councillor, well, ex-MPD councillor, which is the National Democratic Party of Germany, which is essentially a neo-Nazi party. And this guy um, was attacked by up to 15 people and they used hammers and batons and pepper spray and he essentially got kneecapped and then uh a while later there's another guy called cedric s who was attacked in leipzig who's another pretty well-known neo-nazi and um was actually part of the 2016 attack on leipzig where far-right hooligans just attacked the conifits region of leipzig and just completely destroyed it which is the left-wing stronghold of the city Mm. and again he got attacked by a bunch of people but um the common theme in all these like attacks is there's reports that there's a woman there or like a woman kind of taking charge yeah in 2019 a far-right bar got attacked and um by fully fully destroyed the bar fully destroyed called the bullseye bar and the owner also got beaten up with hammers and stuff. All these are by left-wing, yeah, left-wing groups. So, yeah, after the owner of the bar got attacked by batons and um, hammers, the police actually stopped the car. And this Lena was apparently one of the passengers with, they had hammers and stolen license plates in the back. And ever since then, they um, 
start conducting investigations and surveillance on Lena and her apparent cell. And um, yeah, in 2020, she got arrested after almost a year of investigations. And she's been accused of the ringleader of a militant anti-fascist cell. Right. So <laughs> these lot were really doing the most, if you like. Um, not saying it was Lena, we don't know exactly the situation, but it certainly sounds like she or whoever was involved in this was like a particularly um, well-organized cell, right? Like these are really kind of, you know, well, well-organized attacks. And let's be honest, Germany still has a massive problem with neo-Nazis and militant neo-Nazis. Like you've been documenting it. Um, how how like is this news kind of received by the the kind of um, you know anti-fascist community in Germany? Well, after she got like arrested, like she got arrested in November 2020 in um, in Leipzig, and basically straight away, like days of riots broke out within the city, um, like almost instantly. And ever since her arrest and essential like show trial, because it's been so public. Um, there's been so much like demos. There's been, I mean, you, you can't go to a German city and not see graffiti that says like Freiheit for Lena, which is like free Lena or like freedom for Lena. And um, it's essentially like it's became the main cause in the German left at the minute is trying to, um, yeah, trying to clear her name or trying to like free, like free um, anti-fascism from criminalization because mm. um, yeah, like essentially, the, the left does like seem to get a harder treatment in the law compared to the right wing stuff. And um, even yeah. in Leipzig, spe specifically in Leipzig and Saxony, there's a whole police department dedicated to um, left wing crimes called Soko Links. And they just investigate the left wing scene. And like, yeah, a lot of people see there's like a very heavy bias in left wing scene. So essentially, the whole movement at the minute is just trying to like, uh, yeah, just trying to like unbalance this. And, and to just give listeners like a bit of context for anyone that doesn't know, the the police force in Germany, I think this year they had to disband a whole special unit because they found out that there were like far right and neo Nazi elements there within, like I said, one of their most specialized police units. Um, last year, they all that day X stuff came out where there was law enforcement and security people planning what was basically a far right armed uprising or assassination plots they're still not quite sure and then recently again um another far-right group has just been found to be organizing claiming that they want to like uprise and kind of shoot up people and whatever um so there's definitely like a legitimate far-right threat there in germany right yeah it's like it's extremely dangerous and it's not just a bias or an opinion like if you look at the past few years within germany the amount of like deadly attacks from the far right is like obscene. It really is. Like 2019 especially was quite a big year because you had the Halle attack, which saw two people shot dead and like a explosive thrown into like a synagogue. And the same year, a politician was shot dead in his doorstep by a pretty well-known neo-Nazi. Um, and as you mentioned, like the within the ranks of the German police and the German military, like it's almost comical, like how, um, how much far-right guys are in these units. And as you mentioned, the, this KSK is a unit within the German Bundeswehr, like the German army. They had to disband because there was so much investigations into far-right crimes. And, um, 
Right, when you've got to like disband your special unit because there's so many like far right militant kind of activities within it, it's like, yeah, you got to start going, hang on, we've got a problem here. Like, it definitely seems like there's a lot of underreported um, problems going on there in Germany right now, like aside from this situation with Lena. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the Lena thing is like just, it's just been the most um, public thing. It's been pushed out a lot by um, a lot of the media and stuff like that. But if you do start to dig, you can see more of the heavier stuff in terms of the far right um, that are carrying out like, real attacks. You know, I'm not saying like what happened within the left isn't real, but like no one's died as a result of that. Whereas mm -hmm. with some of the far right stuff, there's like literal like massacres, like with the Hanau stuff where like 10 people got shot dead, you know? Yeah. That was kind of not brushed under the carpet, but once it happened, it happened and then everyone moved on. Whereas with a case like this or like with the far left, um, this became a bit of a boogeyman, you know, especially in the Leipzig Saxony area. It's um, pushed out quite a bit. Yeah. What is she actually charged with, you know? So I think like the official charge is essentially, I mean, it's quite a long list. It's mm. the main one though, is a member of a criminal organization, which comes under the German law of like this S129, which is um, essentially forbids you from joining a criminal organization with intent to like, cause like havoc really um but some of the other charges are severe breach of peace property damage and forgery and then this like kind of connects with some of the evidence that they have which is like borderline laughable when the police raided her house um some of the biggest evidence they held against her was she had a wig she had like the signal app downloaded on her phone and two hammers um and that's some of the heaviest evidence they've got against her at the minute now the rest of like this kind of leadership role she plays is more like hearsay and from witness statements from like a bunch of uh neo-nazi guys essentially right so so there's like far right guys testifying against her yeah so like obviously these guys that i mentioned who got attacked um they're like in trial giving evidence against this group and lena and even the judges have said some of the statements are quite contradictory and they keep like changing her statements and stuff like this. Whereas this guy, um, Cedric S, he, his original statement was, or he was attacked by like a group of like five people, all men and wearing sporty clothes. But when it came to the trial, he was like, oh yeah, there's like a woman involved and they were like heavy boots and stuff like that. And the prosecutor was essentially like, we've asked you like four or five times and you never mentioned this, you know, this is it the first time we've heard about a woman being involved. So now that she is the primary, like suspect in the trial, all these guys are starting to change their statements or like start to change um, their statements on the night of the attacks on them. Yeah, it definitely sounds fishy. I mean, I don't, I don't want to kind of like, you know, suggest anything that has happened there, but it, it does sound a little bit weird. It sounds like he's changed his story to corroborate, you know, some, some, the new situation now that they've got this uh lena um person what um what what do we know about this cell that she's allegedly part of because you know obviously there was a cell that has been going around doing a lot of kind of militant activity against neo-nazis uh in germany um other than like the the attacks do we know anything else about them not really like especially with the more hands-on groups you don't really hear much about them and this is one of the cases where we just know about it because it's been at the forefront of the media. Um, 
But essentially, like what you can gather is that they're Nazi hunters. There's no other way to put it. They um, carry out intelligence and then carry out attacks on like a number of targets. You know, they it, it can range from as serious as full-on attacks on these groups, so like the smashing up of the bar or these like individual attacks. But it also comes down to like vandalism of um, building sites to stop like gentrification of certain cities and um, targeting of like luxury cars. Um, but in terms of the actual group, there's no real information about it other than she's the supposed leader, basically. It's quite underground, really. Right. And she wasn't the only one arrested, right? There's there's two others from what I read. She's the, the only one on trial, but there's three who were previously arrested. And um, I think they're just on standby really but she's the only one who's actually being trialed at the minute and how long how long has she been held now she's been in like custody for over a year since november 2020 and the, the case is still ongoing how, how is that legal I, I don't know the german system like but how is it legal that she's not granted bail like what how what provision are they using to stop her getting out at the moment this whole um s129 is a pretty serious charge this whole like um member of an organized criminal organization and I think that alone can keep you in custody in the meantime. But she hasn't been charged with anything. That's the interesting part. But yes, yeah, she's, she's in prison right now, just waiting the next stage of the trial. Right. And has, has there been any communication from her, like sent out to anywhere or anything like that? Um, as far as I know, not from her personally, but I know that her mum has gave like a number of statements um, at protests and like outside the trial on the day of the next case. But it's, it's nothing really just saying she's in good spirits and the usual stuff, you know, mm. um, but no real, no direct communication from her anyway. I think it's like pretty locked down. Right. Um, and you got a pretty good in with like the kind of anti-fascist community there over in Germany, you know, like you film a lot of the protests there as a reporter. Um, what's the kind of talk around, you know, people like that? What are they saying about this whole situation? How do they feel about it? They're honestly just extremely angry. Um, they do just feel like the the weight of the German systems against them, really. And especially in Leipzig, the, the city is quite known for being a hub of kind of militant left-wing groups. But especially given the whole recent election, Leipzig is in the region of Saxony. And that whole region voted AFD, basically, the far-right party in Germany. So I feel like they're almost like a cornered animal, you know, they feel like they have to fight their way out. And this case has just, um, it's just proven that the odds are stacked against them, especially with like this, like Soko Links where they're investigating just left-wing crimes. Um, it's extremely angry right now. And um, I don't really know what the next stage is for them, to be honest. And I don't think they even know. Right. And there was clashes. You were there recently, right? Obviously, it's when the, the police fucking flinged you into that car. Um, what, what were the protests like? They were they were mostly for Lena, right? Like all these militant anti-fascist groups came together. I was reading that even like communists and anarchist groups that, you know, famously don't really get on were actually even there kind of side by side um i guess in solidarity with with lena uh, maybe just tell us about that what was that like that that big clash yeah so this um fierce and ala links demo which is translates to we are all left mm. took place after like a week after the first trial of lena and it was essentially a, a general demo supporting all left-wing prisoners within all antifa prisoners in germany and honestly, it, it must have been about five, six thousand strong just marching through um, Leipzig. 
And it was very militant from the start. There's no doubt about it. Um, and as you said, there is groups from all all spectrums of the left side. You know, we had communists, anarchists, like massive, like black bloc, even like a Kurdish bloc. Mm. And yeah, they they got they marched through the Leipzig city center, attacked the police station on the way. Then once they reached the Konovitz region, which is the left wing stronghold of in Leipzig, it's just when all hell broke broke loose. Really, um, they just erected burning barricades and attacked the police station. And to be fair, the police are pretty hands off until that happened, until they start pushing it towards the police station. And then they charge and the next thing there's like water cannons and APCs and helicopters left, right and center. It was just absolute chaos. So I feel like that was just a rise in anger that has been bubbling for um, the past year surrounding this trial and surrounding the, the Leipzig region. And it just finally came to their head, really. Yeah. So, Connor, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that this is all kind of politically motivated and they might just drop this and it's maybe they're holding on to her because of this this election? Um, and obviously this is a much more right-wing area. Or do you think this is something else? Do you think, like, this might actually, you know, turn into something bigger for kind of, like, anti-fascist protesters in Germany? It's actually very hard to tell, you know. I just think... I don't think it's politically motivated in terms of the election and stuff like that because it's been going on far, far before the election even happened. I just think they're trying to make an example. Um, the left is essentially like a boogeyman and they're trying to make an example like, oh, we finally caught this person and we can put a face to um, far leftism within Germany. And I think it just kind of creeps back to the days of the whole RAF thing in Germany, the Red Army faction. Mm. There's a lot of like comparisons made between her and like the RAF. And again, they, they have always been kind of the back of the mind of um, the German authorities. And even during the this Leipzig march that I just mentioned, there was a banner that mentioned that, that essentially had a death threat on one of the banners. And it read, it's like calling out the, the leader of the Soko Links investigation board. And it translates to soon you will be out of your dream and you will be in the trunk, which is a reference to the RAF killing of Hans Martin Schleyer, who they shot in like the mid 70s. Um, the politician, like, right? Yeah, exactly. They kidnapped him and um, shot him, basically. And this kind of plays into the hands, to be honest, of the German authorities of this RAF boogeyman. I was going to say, if I was Lena, <laughs> I heard about that in prison, I'd be like, please shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's just this whole um, legacy thing. It just keeps popping up now again and again. And that's just the latest thing. Um, don't know if it's the best way to go about it, but yeah, it was definitely one of the most talked about points anyway. Right. Um, and in terms of uh, Lena, so there's not really, uh, I keep every, every image I see, her face is kind of covered up. Um, but then I read somewhere that some far right or right wing newspapers are trying to put her image out there. What's the situation with that? Well, this is like super interesting. So in Germany, there's a magazine called Compact. And I'm not going to mince my words. They're pretty much a neo Nazi magazine. Yeah. But the thing is, they somehow find their way into the trial or they they somehow attained uh photos from within the trial and were like taking photos in the courtroom and had photos of her and they gotten a lot of shit from the german police but a week later they compact did a full expose on lena kind of like who is lena who is this like boogie woman almost 
And I've read the article myself. It is full, like, facial photos, like, not blurred out, like, kind of a lot of um, speculation within the article. But what the most interesting part is that there's photos within this article that are clearly police evidence photos, and the credit on the photo is just private, and there's only one way they could have got those photos. So Right, that's been leaked to them by the police, surely. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people's kind of talking about this, how it's like a how it's just essentially crazy, how a neo-Nazi magazine has access to this information that's has what that's not public, you know? And and is there any like response from the police? Like when that comes out, you would expect there to be some kind of like, yeah, we're aware that this is happening. Someone is leaked. Some kind of investigation should surely be launched. Like, has anyone said anything? I think like in terms of the the photos of in the courtroom, I think it did get in a lot of trouble for that. They had to pay a fine or something. But um, a few days after, kind of was blown over they just put the article back up again like kind of with like winky face emojis and stuff like that so yeah. the article is still online um so they essentially got a slap on the wrist really um for essentially publicizing very confidential information and i don't know if like at the end it will kind of topple the trial but i don't think it's a good look having a neo-nazi magazine reporting from inside a a closed courthouse, you know? Right, and then getting, like, kind of leaked images from police evidence. That's just fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. It's just all fishy. It kind of refers back to these changing statements from the guys giving testimonies, you know? So it's all very shady, you know? Have you seen any um, kind of statements or, or talk or anything like that from... The, the militant far right in Germany. I don't mean like, you know, the, the far right magazines. I mean like, you know, the militant groups essentially that this group that Lena was accused of running were attacking. Um, again, they've been quite quiet. Um, the police has probably been more focal in terms of talking about the right wing guys. Um, the police are kind of worried there's going to be retaliation attacks for the left wing attacks and they're just afraid that's going to blow over into some full scale, like almost like turf war. Um, but in terms of like mainstream far right guys or far right politicians, like not much has been said other than kind of Twitter trolls, really, with a lot of like sexist remarks and stuff like this. But in terms of parties or like right wing militant groups, like not much has been said, to be honest. Mm. Um, what, um, what, what, in terms of the uh, that that magazine you were just talking about, they said they kind of spoke about Lena and said all this stuff. What kind of things were they saying about her? Oh, like just saying like, oh yeah, like it's just your typical far leftist and she lived in like the this area and blah, blah, blah. And I think they gave like a quote, something along the lines of, oh, her list of crimes is longer than her skirt and stuff like that. Jesus Christ, um, yeah, so pretty like sexist stuff. Um, again, there's it referred back to kind of like left wing terrorism, and this is a this is the start of a new RAF generation. All this kind of uh, hysterical stuff, really. If you read the article, it's it's kind of ridiculous. You know, it's just a lot of like essentially trolling is what it is, but it's more about the the access to photos to have that makes you realize it's a bit more serious and kind of dangerous than what it actually is. Right, and what were the photos? Like, you're saying they're, like, evidence photos. Other than just being of Lena, were they, like, photos of weapons or something like that? Yeah, there's, like, a photo of, like, the two hammers that she um, had apparently used, um, surveillance photos, and, like, some of the best stuff is essentially 
They found USB drives when they raided her apartment. And there's photos and statements from this USB drive that only the police have access to, really. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. What was on the USB drive, did they say? There was apparently like um, almost like a, a letter of confession. Then there's like photos of her and her boyfriend, like kind of personal stuff. But they've, for whatever reason, I thought that was crucial for their article and published those. So mm. it is it is just the access that this magazine had to what was essentially confidential police material. And it's um it's on the internet for everyone to see. Yeah. Weird situation. Um is there anything else you want to say about this, mate, before we go? Not really. I just don't really know how it's gonna end up, to be honest. Um we just have to wait and see. All right, mate. Thanks very much, man. Where, where can people uh, uh, see your stuff and, and get in contact with you and that? Send you abuse, no doubt. I'm sure they will. The main format is Instagram. So CocoBongo666 is the main place for me or Conal Kearney on Twitter for my more professional stuff. But yeah, <laughs> catch me on all those. All right, mate. Uh, and mate just, just spell your first name and your surname as well because there's going to be a lot of people that won't know how to spell it. C-O-N-A-L-L. K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. So, Colonel Kearney. All right, mate. Thanks very much, man. No worries, man. Have a good one. Cheers, man. And you. That was Conal Kearney talking about the situation with Lena E and the anti-fascist militant case in Germany. If you like what we're doing here at Popular Front, please do consider supporting us at patreon.com slash popular front. For just five quid a month, you get bonus episodes. Um, there's loads of content out there on the Patreon. We've got uh, narrated articles, access to the community Discord, video extras. Um, there's a whole series on there. Um, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek called Too Cool for J School. It's about kind of teaching people, um, I guess, how to be a reporter, at least giving them tips and advice um, for myself and several different people. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Patreon.com slash popularfront or go to popularfront.co slash support. Remember, we do not accept any corporate backing. We don't have any rich benefactors, nothing like that. So the way we make money is through Patreon and merchandise if you want to buy our t-shirts um they're cool as fuck obviously go to www.popularfront.shop you will see them there um thank you very much to our sponsors this episode was oracle coffee shop in portland oregon usa they're an independent coffee business selling only fair trade products see them at 3875 southwest bond avenue 97239 um we also this episode is also sponsored by grind core house a pair of independent coffee shops in philadelphia usa one in south one in west find them on social media at grind core house the episode was also sponsored by Propagandopolis, an outlet selling and writing about historical conflict propaganda from around the world. Buy prints at propagandopolis.com. Use promo code POPULARFRONT10 for 10% off. If you want to um, advertise on the Popular Front podcast, uh, email me at Hanrahan, so that's my surname, H-A-N-I-A-H-A-N, Hanrahan at pm.me. If you want to do it, please do not waste my time. We've had lots of people saying, yeah, I want to do it. Like, all right, cool, this, that, and the third, and then they just kind of fall off. Um, we're not expensive, but we're very picky about who we'll advertise um, on our on our uh, podcast. 
If you want to follow us on social media, uh, Twitter, it's we've got a new Twitter now. It's at popularfront underscore. We've started using the Twitter as we use the Instagram. Kind of just Caden, um, lad on our team, puts out kind of news updates on the world and conflict out on the Twitter. Same as the Instagram. Uh, Instagram is at popular.front. Uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash popularfront. Please do subscribe to us there. We're almost at 100,000 um, subscribers on there now, which is great, I think. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think that's all the, the socials. I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, music in this episode. Intro was by Home, and the outro was by Sam Black, as always. Um, go and find his music at samblackpf.com. Every beat music you hear from Popular Front uh, episodes will not be on there on his SoundCloud. He puts it wherever he wants, and that's that. Um, sorry, you know, if there's a beat you, you particularly want, you know, maybe he'll put it up if you ask, but don't just just kind of leave him be. You know, he's a busy guy, um, and he does all our music, um, and he's just churning out really good stuff all the time. Thank you to the high tier Patreons. They are Champagne Anarchist. Uh, that's a good name. What? What? Twat? I don't know. <laughs> Elise Middlefart, Jess, Lewis, uh, or Louis, sorry, David McManus, Joaquin Williamson Holt, Yudoye Travis. Uh, Yudoye messaged me and was like, You have been getting my name right, so I'm fucking glad. So that's good. If, anyone, if anyone's, if I'm saying anyone's name wrong, do message me and let me know. Um, Tom Petrie. James Leons or Lyons, I don't know. Kate, Lisa Milgram, Bradley Davies, Brendan Crave, Pete Hesher, RX, A. Nicole, Travis Lieberman, Cherry, Ben Marshall, Dallas Dunn, LD50 Seattle, MJ, Glitter, K Glitter Vulcan, Meredith Waters, Bethany Swoblen, Adam H. Carante, Bjorn Kirsten, Diamondstein, Michael O'Connor, Zach Picard, <coughs> Todd Cravens, excuse me, Nicholas Butter, Ron Swanson, JD, Jav, Ron Swanson, check your email please, uh, Ian Froese, James Cully, Tynan Daly, Ethan, Fitzmadrid, Ed Coulthard, Mike Barone, Ben, Liam Williams, Chris Cusimano, Degenerate Zero Alpha, George Arani, DR, Trey Nance, Amy R, Rubicon, Frank Austin, Amelia Mee, Noaiz, Nate Van Dor, Christina Rivetti, Freya Northman, Ali Hunter, Andrew Hurley, Vida Provost, Brian McLaughlin, Tom Lochrin, Young Wasabi, Tony Bin, Adam Bergschneider, JL, Stephen Davila, Anthony Kabarek, Dan Donham, Fletcher Tate, Chad Walker, Diana Gorvanek, Lawrence Abrahams, Peter McCormick, from what Bitcoin did. Axel Iverson, Christopher Martin, Ryan Sandercock, and Maurice Zimbal. Thank you all very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support Popular Front, go to patreon.com slash popular front. If you want to buy our merchandise, as I've said, uh, go to popularfront.shop. As I mention and moan about all the time, um, we are funded completely in a grassroots way. We do not take money from governments. We do not take money from big business. We certainly don't take money from other media corporations, um, no big corporate events, nothing like that. So if you do want to support us and you want us to keep going, trust me, it's greatly appreciated and it all goes back into Popular Front. Keep this running. Patreon.com slash Popular Front. Cheers. <laughs>